So Marilyn Manson's in some hot water. You guys probably heard some ex-girlfriends came out of the woodwork and drummed up some incidents from his past. Sex, 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 and don't forget the violence. Yeah, it's not looking good. Not looking good for Mr. Manson. So uh, I think it was four women so far have come out of maybe more. Uh, this was Sunday or Monday, and they're claiming that you know during their relationships with Marilyn Manson, he was both sexually and physically abusive. And one of these girls uh, was Evan Rachel Wood, who's an actress. She was she's been in a bunch of movies. She was involved with him at a time. She's probably the most famous girlfriend he's had. And she was saying, yeah, he he wasn't good to me. And uh, yeah, some really bad accusations, some really terrifying shit. Uh, I haven't read into like full details of what it was. I'm not a huge Marilyn Manson fan. I've just, I've read the headlines and the snippets. That's probably something that I should stop doing. I've been trying to get away from doing that. If I want to learn about a story, I, I should, uh, review it from multiple sources, different angles, form, form a conclusion and an, an opinion for myself. So I probably should have done that with this. Again, I'm I'm in the habit of commenting on things without fully knowing exactly what's happening. I do know that these allegations against Marilyn Manson have not been good. And his fan base is pretty split down the middle. There's people who, uh, his ride or die people, the people with the red hair and the tits, probably the lower ribs removed, even though that, that apparently is just a myth that didn't actually, he didn't do that. Yeah, they're, uh, they've taken to Twitter uh, to voice their support for him uh, in, in a fairly aggressive way. And then there's the people on the other side who are, they're unhappy, and let's just say the old makeup kit has found its way to the dumpster, so to speak. Uh, and for me, I've never really been a Marilyn Manson fan. Again, if these allegations are true, fuck him. But I've, I'm, I'm in no way dismissing myself or, 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 um, but I was never really a Marilyn Manson fan. So I have the luxury of kind of removing myself from this. I went through a Marilyn Manson phase, a pretty, a pretty hard phase, actually, when I was 16 or 17. I was getting into all kinds of rock. I was listening to the classics, a lot of that I still listen to. But I was into glam rock. I was into punk rock. I went all through the ages, and I found myself listening to Marilyn Manson. Yeah. Uh, and when I say phase, I don't mean that I was dressing up in the red hair, and I had the high heels, and I had the lipstick, and, and the, the fangs, and all that shit, and you know, talking about Hail Satan and whatnot. You know, walking into school with a dagger and saying, I'm going to sacrifice the next person who spits on me. I wasn't doing that. I wasn't that kind of a rebel. So, uh, yeah, I can kind of, I, I, I don't care if I never hear another Marilyn Manson song again. That's always a question that comes up. It's always the debate whenever there's a controversy like this. I mean, there's people, there's celebrities getting canceled every week for some bullshit, but this is, this is a pretty intense thing. So I can see why a lot of people are riled up. But there's always that, you know, whenever there's a a Marilyn Manson situation or an R. Kelly, there's always that argument. Okay, like, do we do we cancel them across the board, meaning we stop supporting them as people and then stop listening to their music? Or do we just remove the personal life from the artistic life? Do we stop supporting them as people while still listening to their music? Can we do that? 
And I think it all comes down to people's sensibilities as people, the your personal sensibilities, okay? If you're a victim and a survivor of domestic violence, yeah, you're going to have reservations about listening to mob scene and the beautiful people. But if you're a person who hasn't necessarily experienced that, it's easier for you to divorce the idea of a person having a shit personal life and then being an artistic genius. I don't think he's necessarily an artistic genius, but to some people, he's he's God or the devil, whatever, whatever however you picture him. I'll tell you one thing. I'm uh, certainly not listening to the fight song the same way ever again. <sighs> That's really my the only real Marilyn Manson song I still know the lyrics to. Yeah, I mean, I'm going through the same thing. If it's, 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 I, I might not care about Marilyn Manson not listening to his music ever again, but I'm, I'm still going through it with my own artist, you know. T.I. this week was embroiled in some controversy too with his wife, and I have to now decide, okay, can I separate his shit personal life from the music that I've listened to since I was 11, 12 years old? Or do I just scrap them all together? Because right now, based on the things that I've heard, the things that are coming out, it's kind of hard for me to listen to Rubber Band Man again without thinking of him sticking a gun in, in some girl's face. Like, I, you know, like, fuck that. Yeah, apparently he it was he and his wife. They're both being accused of uh, uh, hurting people sexually, uh, sexual assault. Uh, the two of them. It's like they're they're a husband and wife duo. They're like Bonnie and Clyde if they robbed your innocence. Like it's it's getting serious. Yeah, like sixteen people have come forward and it's and it's uh, a mess. So again, if these all turn out to be true after about sixteen. That's when you go, yeah, shit's looking murky. So yeah, if it, if it turns out that all of this is true, which I'm assuming a few of them really are, uh, yeah, I, I'm. It's it's gonna be hard for me to listen to fucking Ti again. It's the same thing with Woody Allen. For the longest time, I was able to, uh except that this guy is probably a terrible human being while also watching Annie Hall. I was able to sort of split that part of my brain that made that those judgments. But now, given new information that's coming out, apparently there's a documentary being made on him, I'm conflicted as to whether or not I'll ever be able to watch that wonderful comedy film ever again. Yeah. But Marilyn Manson right now... I think this whole thing is developing. The same thing with T.I., but with Marilyn Manson, four four women have come forward, one uh, being this Evan Rachel Wood, and we're just going to have to see how it unfolds. But it's, uh, I say again, uh, not, not looking good. He was already dropped by his label for this. So uh, Hot Topics are betting on which store he'll send his resume into first. That's a rough store to want to, 
Could you imagine working at Hot Topic and being replaced by Marilyn Manson? Because that's like the Mecca. He He's like, that's like if, uh, let's say, Ian McKellen or Patrick Stewart or Harrison Ford or any of these massive pop culture icons went to Comic-Con. That's like the Messiah. That's like the Messiah returning. That's what it would be like if Marilyn Manson walked into a Hot Topic. Everybody's just going about their business. They turn to the entrance. They see that silhouette, that seven-foot-tall silhouette. It's just him in high heels, and he's just a shadow. And they go, he has come. And they all kneel. Get the goat from the storage room. Yeah. Hot Topic's always been a weird place. Like, I, I couldn't imagine getting fired from a Hot Topic. Like, what mistake would you have to make? That store is degenerate center. It is, it is, it's built and designed to facilitate degeneracy. I couldn't imagine being an employee getting canned from that place. It's, it's just like, you know, manager walks up. The employee's got the most hot topic-y goth name ever. Like, yeah, excuse me, Paisley? Yeah, we're, uh, I'm sorry, sales have been down lately, you know, given the the pandemic and whatnot, and we might be going into another lockdown, so we're going to have to let you go, okay? This is your last shift. Before you leave, I'm going to need you to uh, turn in your My Chemical Romance hoodie and Werewolf of Fever Swamp fanny pack and just put those on my desk, okay? But why are you firing me? Why me? Why not Michaela? Well, to be honest, there's a few things. We've we've warned you twice already after, you know, the incidents. The first time when we caught you stealing that Jigglypuff sofa pillow. And then the second time after you smashed that no fuckboys allowed coffee mug on the customer's head. This is it. And then when we caught you also shoving that Jack Skellington t-shirt into your backpack. I didn't warn you about that, but I saw it. That just happened to be one of our $5 on sale items, so I was like, you know what? Good riddance. But I'm sorry. We're, we're, it, it's, it's done. We wish you the best of luck. And we know you're in a dark place right now, so also before you leave, we're going to need you to just, just give me those Michael Myers Halloween shoelaces and your Chuck Taylors. We don't want you doing anything drastic to yourself. That's what I feel like it would be. I've only been on Hot Topic a couple of times. I bought my dad a Rolling Stones t-shirt from there one time. My dad's in his 50s. This was only a couple years ago. He's like, where did you get this? And I said, oh, I bought it from the online Stones website. I, uh, I omitted the details where I went into a teenage skateboard shop. A glorified a, a glorified 
2005 Good Charlotte convention where people just listen to nothing but some 41 blink 182 and on an off day the used and of course the your standard good charlotte tunes that's our topic for you r.i.p christopher Plummer. He died just yesterday. And uh, I'm, I'm, Christopher Plummer was a fantastic actor. I don't really, I was never a fan of Christopher Plummer. I always knew because he was, this is just it. People don't realize a lot of the time that he's Canadian. He's from Toronto. He was born in Toronto, I think maybe raised in uh, Quebec, but he spent a pretty decent portion of his life in Toronto. Christopher Plummer is such a good actor, he convinced us he was English for 91 years. The guy speaks with that transatlantic, Hi, my name is Christopher Plummer, and I'm going to out-act the shit out of you. You think you're a thespian? He probably has the word thespian tattooed on his lower back. Do you think you're an actor? I worked for the Ghost of Shakespeare. The two of us have made out. Whatever that is. Nobody, he's, he's always spoken like that. And I've, I always grew up, until somebody had to point out, I think it might have been my dad who pointed out that, no, he's, he's from Toronto, he's a Toronto guy. I'm like, then why is he talking like as a young man growing up on the streets of Scarborough, me and my mans would hang outside of Kennedy Subway Station. We would be waiting for a baddie to walk by. A security guard would come up and accost us, saying, Keep moving, fellas. We would say, Go suck your mother, good sir. Spike Lee loves him. Spike Lee's one of my favorite directors. He uh, he had a a tribute for him on Instagram yesterday. He posted a bunch of pictures of him on set. That was pretty cool. Getting Christopher Plummer to Christopher Plummer in a Spike Lee movie that seems like you're you're a legit filmmaker if you can get Christopher Plummer in one of your films. Spike Lee's always been a great filmmaker. Do the right things in my top ten flicks of all time. But Christopher Plummer to get a, a thespian like the guy from Sound of Music to do your movie, people believe in you. I am down for the cause, Mr. Lee. Respect. Yeah. And, uh, Dustin Diamond. Uh, Tony Bennett did not die. Tony Bennett, uh, was his family announced that he has Alzheimer's. So that's too bad. But Dustin Diamond died. I think he was about 44, I was reading. And again, I, I whenever I try to say something nice about people who have passed on, it always comes out, it, unless I was a huge fan of them. I can't really speak on them too much. <laughs> this is probably the third person I've talked about in this recording, in this episode, where I've been saying, yeah, this happened to them. I've never really been a fan 
First Marilyn Manson, then Christopher Plummer, and now... Dustin Diamond. I was never a Say by the Bell guy. I was never a huge 90, a fan of any of those 90 shows. I was, I was, I'm, I've been removed. This is just what a fucking wingnut I am. I, I, I enjoyed video games. That was a staple. I liked Tamagotchis. I just never got into the classic, essential 90s sitcoms. Not just Saved by the Bell, but Fresh Prince. 90210 wasn't a sitcom, but it was another 90s staple show. Never watched it. I was into the more mature ones that my parents were watching. And by mature, I mean just adult humor. Things like Seinfeld. Even Fraser I was into. Friends, shit like that. And I couldn't relate to the comedy, but it was just what I was kind of drawn to. And I'm not trying to sound arrogant. That was just the humor that I enjoyed. I enjoyed watching Michael Richards. A before the meltdown at the Laugh Factory, Michael Richards do crazy shit in a laundry room with a bag of cement. I just gravitated towards that humor. Happy Super Bowl weekend, by the way, guy. Oh, and th- this is going to be a shorter week recap. I'm uh, I I've gotten I've let the, I've let this podcast get away from me a little bit. I'm doing, you know, the last couple episodes have been 40 minutes, half an hour. I'm almost thinking of doing them, keeping them, every one of them, no longer than 20 minutes. No longer than 20 minutes. Why not? Like, I'm, I'm going for like, a, I'm, next thing you know, I'm going to be doing hour-long episodes. And I got fucking, I got seven listeners. Who the fuck do I think I am? Stern? No, I gotta, I gotta take baby steps. I gotta accumulate a following. I gotta accumulate listeners. I, 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 I have to collect people who want to listen. If you don't know me, you're not gonna fuck. You're, you're less likely to spend forty minutes listening to the bullshit that I have to say, unless I just say something and you just randomly click with it and you go, "This man will lead me." Yes, I too enjoy macaroni and cheese. I too enjoy barricading myself in a studio apartment, thinking about the good old days when I used to fall asleep on a kitchen floor after having two Coors Lights. This man resonates with me. But happy Super Bowl weekend. But that's what I'm trying to say. Happy Super Bowl weekend. Uh, Fuck Tom Brady. I said it. Go Chiefs, go. uh, I'm not, again, (laughs) I'm not a football expert. I'm not a sports expert in general. I do enjoy, I do enjoy the Super Bowl, though. It's going to be different this year. I'm, I'm at my parents' place this weekend. I'm staying. I'm going back Monday to my place, but I'm I'm watching the game here with my parents. My mom is watching it too, and my sisters, and they're not football fans at all. They just they just enjoy the event. I've always said that the Super Bowl is like the Oscars, or no, 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 no. Oh, you know what? No, that was um, it was more of an Oscars joke. But the the Super Bowl are the Super Bowl is like the Oscars. The Super Bowl is like the Oscars to sports fans and gambling addicts. The joke, the joke was it was the other way around. The Oscars are the Super Bowl for kids who were 
beat up by the football team. I tried to make that work. I don't even know if it's that funny, but I said it. There you have it. I said it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to keep it short. I wanted to talk about a couple other things, but I might leave it for next weekend. Something's off podcast, guys. Don't forget to follow on Instagram. Get me on Twitter. I appreciate you guys listening very much. This is, I think, episode 18. That it is.